Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 23, year two. Astute listeners will know that I am recording from my classroom because it's a little bit after 12 o'clock on Thursday, and there's an echo, and I'm actually having lunch. I'm going to keep this brief because I do want to uh, make sure it's wrapped up before my students start filing in for the fifth period class. But I am here to share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday. And I'm very glad that you also are here, wherever here is for you, the there up for your here. And um, thank you for being here. So yesterday was our first day back after what turned out to be a four-day weekend. I think I mentioned on the pod that we had a snow day on Tuesday. It actually was a buses couldn't start day. Something like 140 of the buses in the Columbus City School District that provides a chunk of our transportation uh, just didn't start. So we couldn't have school. That was Tuesday. So yesterday was the first day back after what was an eventful weekend for Catholic high schools in the news. Of course, I'm talking about Covington Catholic and the continually developing story that has really expanded, I think, the understanding of what did or did not occur on that Friday, last Friday, at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. So I talked about that with my students yesterday, and I think it was a good conversation. I think they were interested to hear and to see what the latest understanding of the incident was. And I found a really good video on the New York Times website that took apart other videos, basically put together other videos, and took apart the timeline that seems to be generated by looking at multiple videos side by side. And to not dwell on this too much longer, and I I really do want this to be the last time I talk about this, unless something changes or something new happens, I, I think three's the charm on this, and this would be the third time talking about it. But yesterday was different because I was talking about it with my students, and, and my focus was, what can we learn from this experience? You know, what went wrong, really, I think, in the situation? What was problematic? And if any of our students or our school were involved in a similar situation, what could we do that would have a better outcome? Assuming that a bad outcome is a video going viral that led to criticism of students and put this school into an international spotlight forever. I mean, the school will always be, even as this starts to fade from consciousness, as the next big thing starts happening, of course, but it will always be that school, that school that had the incident at the Washington, excuse me, Lincoln Memorial. So we talked about that with the students, and I think the the, the takeaways are clear. One is... Anything that you do these days, good, bad, ugly, terrible, is likely to be captured on video that could be posted and shared and could go viral. So be careful. Don't 
do stupid things in general, but don't do them if there's any chance of cameras being around, especially if you can actually see the cameras. And it's clear there were a lot of cameras there on the scene. That was the first thing. And I think the second thing that the students knew, and, and this becomes clear in the video, is that there were provocateurs there. There were five people of this group that I've read about that pretty clearly even Washington DC regulars kind of know these guys are, are out there and they really just seek to provoke passers-by and you can see them doing that to other people besides the the Covington boys in the video and my number one point yesterday with my students was if you are marching or protesting carrying a sign or even just wearing a political um, uh, notification of some kind, identifying yourself politically, or even with a sports team, you know, and people start trying to provoke you, the best thing to do is to detach, get out of the situation, detach, don't escalate, don't respond. And it's very clear in that video that that's not what the boys did, that they started doing uh, quote, school chants, school cheers. There's a very comical, really, if it wasn't in such a terrible context and an inappropriate place, the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, where one of the kids rips his shirt off and is doing kind of, somebody called it a sumo chant. It's like they're at a game, they're at a sports game. And I think my students understood how inappropriate that was within that context and at that location. And I also think, and this is my, my last point here, is that really the adults seem to be absent. In the videos that I saw, nowhere did I see adults for the kids, the chaperones, the supervisors, the teachers, the administrators, whomever it was, trying to mitigate the situation, trying to move the kids away, trying to de-escalate or tell the kids doing these cheers whether they were the tomahawk chops that some of them are doing to, you know, that offensive sign or just doing sports cheers on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, it's just not appropriate and you don't see the adults doing that. And that I think is where the problem lies. And that actually isn't what I've been hearing. I've not heard in the things that I've read and seen very many people talking about that. And I think that's unfortunate because it's a reminder to adults supervising children and yeah, they're 17, 16, maybe 18 years old, but they're children, they're in high school. And it's really the adults that are responsible. And again, I, I don't hear much conversation about that. My very last thought is this. We had a faculty meeting this morning. It was actually a professional development. And I, I thought maybe our administrators would say something in light of what happened and the talk about Catholic schools and, and just maybe even a reminder to us of, you know, the, the things that were pretty clearly not handled well by the adults in that um, situation. But they, our administration didn't say anything. And at first I, I was kind of like, well, why didn't they? But upon further reflection, I really think it's because they know they have created a culture at this school that we know as adults and participants in this school and even our students especially our students know how to intuitively how to act and not act in a situation like we saw in those videos and i, I don't think i think it would have sort of been odd and maybe even a little insulting if our administration brought something up 
because I think it's such a part of our culture here to just know that we don't act that way. And if our students started acting that way, we would stop them as administrators and leaders and teachers. But I don't think our students would act that way in the first place. And I think our students would look to us in that situation for guidance if they had any question about how to act. And it just doesn't seem like that's the culture there at Covington Catholic. It, 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 it's, it's not, because there's no evidence of that in the videos and in what we can see in that situation. So I'm wrapping up here because the bell's gonna ring. And again, for the last time, I'm gonna ask you this. As this story evolves and changes and twists and it becomes a sort of a mirror of our times, uh, what do you take away from it? What do you learn? How are you changed by the teaching moments that are at the heart or maybe wrapped around this particular incident? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.